Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United United Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus the Ed and Charlie show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, proud owner of the best gay bars in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Club and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Go! Um, hello everyone. Um, hello. Obviously, <laughs> we are still recording remotely. Um, now um, we're being forced to, whereas before we were just choosing to. So it looks like we're in this for the long haul. Um, mm-hmm. Last week we did a um, coronavirus survival special, which has already saved, in my estimation, thousands of <laughs> lives. So you're welcome for that. But this week I think we're going to just try and do more of a normal show, provide lighthearted distraction to the fact the world is coming to an end. So um, we've got Charlie and Moon here as ever. Moon has got his mic today. Hello. <laughs> so how, how are you guys coping with the new lockdown uh, timeline that we're in? I'm stress eating already. What are you eating? I'm eating chocolate brownie at the moment with extra fibre. Because <laughs> you've got to get your fibre in. End of the world's coming. You don't want to be shitting your You pants. don't want fibre because we've got no toilet roll. So that's the opposite of what you should be doing, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> are you eating a brownie right now? Maybe. Well... <laughs> Eat it quietly, because listeners do not like to be hearing any chomping. I found that out the hard way. I feel like they might find it erotic. Okay, well, listeners, let us know. Do you want to hear us eating or not? Because... Give you some ASMR with Diversify the Podcast. Well, I remember when a rival podcast, um, they were had didn't have time to eat, so they ate through the podcast and they got a lot of complaints. Mm. Um, but maybe our listeners are more disgusting. I can imagine they are, because they, <laughs> they tune in every week. Moon, are you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm coping <laughs> fine, uh, drinking lots of Baileys. Oh, good. I'm glad we're all keeping very healthy. Um, I've been fine. I went for my uh, permitted walk today, so, and I walked 10,000 steps up to the duck pond and back. Um, so, yeah, that, that's about as exciting as it gets at the moment, I'm afraid. Um, but you've got to get to know those look, ducks very well <laughs> Luckily um, the celebrities are still keeping up with their shenanigans as ever uh, So we had one letter come in uh, from Ms Kim Kardashian uh, oh. So we shall kick off with that because she's asking us for some advice I'll try and do my American accent Dear Ed and like Charlie I'm sure you heard that that total biatch Taylor Swift has been reigniting that ancient feud with my husband and myself. I thought she was like wanting to be excluded from the narrative. What the WTF, right? I know you guys love Taylor for some reason, but can you let me know your honest opinion on this whole thing? Thanks, Kim. (laughs) Charlie, have you been reading up on this? I ha- well, I'm just blanket team Taylor Swift, no matter what she does. She could be like 100% in the wrong, and I'm sticking by my girl. So she murders your whole family and you'll still be like, yay, blank space! Exactly, I will still shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so right, what's the setup? So, back in, what year are we talking about, Ed? Well, I believe it was um, 2000 years BC, 
when at the MTV Awards, obviously Kanye interrupted Taylor. That's the first beginning of it. But I suppose, what year was it when Kim exposed her and they did, what was it called? Taylor Swift is over party. Yeah. That was the whole snake thing. I was can't remember. Six years ago? Was it? It must have been ages ago. Yeah, it was definitely pre-reputation because I guess it inspired reputation, didn't it? Yeah. Um, so, the, I mean, I always... The point was, Kim posted originally a recording that showed Kanye West had rang Taylor Swift to let her know that she was going to be featured in his song, Famous. And he told her on the phone that he was including the line, I think me and Taylor might still have sex. Now, Taylor Swift always um, remained insistent that while that was true, she was unaware of the fact the song Famous was also going to include... Um, I made that bitch famous, which was in the chorus. And I think there was, was there another bit as well? No, I think that was the main bit. So he, she objected to the fact he called her a bitch and took credit for her fame. So we never heard the full phone call. So everyone, I think, for some reason, just assumed that the rest of the phone call included Kanye telling her the other details. But now out of nowhere, and God knows why this week of all weeks it's happening... Um, the full phone call has leaked. And now we know that he definitely didn't mention mm-hmm. the I made that bitch famous line. And now everyone's saying Taylor was right. She was right. She's been vindicated in the courts. <laughs> but yeah, so it seems Taylor never lied about it. But do you think, Charlie, that Taylor Swift is something to do with the leaking of this um, full phone call? I don't think so. I don't know why she would personally leak it now. I feel like... I mean, it's a random thing to come out now. I don't know who even had... I mean, surely the phone call was recorded on the Kardashian side, no? Yes, I always thought, well, Taylor will never have had the recording because if she had, she probably would have put the whole thing out at the time because it was backing her up. But maybe she spent years trying to get hold of this recording and has finally got hold of it. I mean, we know she holds a grudge. So, and she has a lot of money. <laughs> she does. But yeah, but she then... She does have a ton of money. So Kim Kardashian, as well as writing into us, she's also tweeted today, A, that Taylor is still lying, and B, she's added an extra twist of the knife because she said um, she thinks Taylor is behind the leak and that uh, it's inappropriate of Taylor to do that during a week when so many people are suffering, obviously because of the pandemic. So what do you make of that? Oh, she needs to have a seat. I don't get the Kardashians <laughs> at all. No, they need to have several, several seats. For their big, big bums. Um, exactly. Do you, do you not like the Kardashians at all? I've never seen an episode. I just don't get the fascination. Or They're not funny. They're not interesting. That is the thing. I, I do agree with you. I've seen little clips and they don't have big personalities. I think one of them <coughs> does. I think one of them's quite feisty, maybe. Is that the tall one? Chloe? No, maybe. Oh, the one who's on Drag Race a lot. Yes, Chloe, I believe. I think she... Is she the one who had the husband who almost died? La- yeah. Lamar Odin? Is he something to do in basketball? Or oh, don't get me on spot. But, um... Yeah, obviously, Caitlyn Jenner's interesting. Chris Jenner's kind of mortifying interesting. But generally, the sisters are quite boring. I interviewed Kim and the little one. Is, is that Courtney or Chloe? I always get them mixed up. Once, Courtney, years ago. It was before they were as famous as they are now. And it was, honest to God, one of the most boring interviews I've ever done in my life. They were just like complete robots. I may as well have interviewed literally a chair. 
Um, so I've never really got the fascination. I thought they are kind of attractive, but not so attractive that it's like mind blowing. Um, so yeah, I've ne- I'm same as you. I've never really got the fascination. No, not at all. If they were like, do you know what I mean? Like Gemma Collins isn't famous for any talent, but it's just so entertaining and amusing and comes out with utter nonsense. But they're not even that level. Yeah, and like all the housewives in America, I'm not really a fan of that either. But uh, whenever I do see a clip, my friend Chloe's really into it. Um, It is funny. Like they are all talking crap and having drama and, you know, you can see the appeal of that. But... Yeah, I, I really don't get it with the Kardashians. So I'm obviously always tempted to be tame te- to tame Taylor, Team Taylor. However, if Taylor was behind the leaking of this, even as a massive fan, I have to say, I would disagree with that. Not because she's in the wrong, just the fact that, Jesus Christ, can we let this go? It just feels like this has stretched on forever. I just want this to be over. I just, I would rather this feud came to an end than coronavirus right now, because it feels like it's more <laughs> destructive and more never ending. Please, Taylor and Kate. Can they just make up like Taylor and Katy Perry did? Well, Taylor says she swears she doesn't love the drama. The drama just loves her. <laughs> True. I've just taken to smoking since um, we've gone into isolation. (laughs) We're all being very, very, very healthy. I will say, I've had shortness of breath for like six days. Oh, no. Have you... Well, I don't... Can you smell? um... Do I smell? No, can can you smell? (laughs) Do you have your sense of smell? I don't do anything. (laughs) Do you smell? I do wash. (laughs) (laughs) But can you smell food and stuff? I can smell food and stuff. Basically, I've been ignoring it. But then I did read that... So one figure I read was that 80% of us are going to get coronavirus. Yeah. So we shouldn't all be kind of be worried. Not worried about, but you know what I mean? Well, I've already had it. it. I had it two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, you're you're out of sight. Yeah, well, I didn't realise at the time that I had it. So basically, I didn't have a cough... I had two days of very intense fever and waking up in the night like drenched in sweat and I had a sore throat. And then on the second day, I saw that I had very, very massive bulging, wait for it, tonsils. So I um, I thought maybe it was tonsillitis because I never had that before. But as the weeks have gone on and I've done more reading about the symptoms, I've realised that um, you can have it without a cough and the f- a fever can be enough of a symptom. And it's very clear to me now, looking back, that it was that. But I'd really like to get tested, because if I could have it confirmed, then that would mean I'm not at risk, and I could maybe volunteer or just run around the streets, stuff like that. (laughs) I mean, you you could volunteer, but you're actually going to... (laughs) No, I like to have the option and then not do it, but yeah. (laughs) No, I did give out my number to the neighbourhood, so I went on all the doors of my street and posted a little thing through with my number saying if they need anything. Um, no one has asked me for help. I did get a few messages saying thank you and one woman ringing me to accuse me of being a scammer. So that was fun. Oh. (laughs) She was right. (laughs) I was doing a scam. Yeah, she totally (laughs) clocked me and now I've stopped. Um, (laughs) So let's hope with my current cough that I can still do this. What's fast becoming, I assume, a weekly favourite, which is... Denair for Trapino. Sing along, guys, if you want. Denair for Trapino. Denair for Trapino. for Trapino. for Trapino. Which, as we all know, is end of part one backwards. We'll be back in a second. Thank you. Bye. 
United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. We're back and it's time for... Charlie, what's it time for? Humping Wong! Yeah, you remember oh, did the song? I got it. <laughs> Humping Wong... Humpting Wong, Charlie, can you guess the song? That's not a rhetorical question. Can you guess the song? (laughs) No, I have to actually do it first. Here we go. Right, let's do this. This is a very, very, very good song. That's an early clue for you. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You all right, babes? That was painful. By the way, if you think you have coronavirus, do not play Humpting Wong at home. It's not advisable. Um, did you get it? At one point, all I got was Gaga Perfect Illusion. Oh my God, I would never choose that song. That was such an <laughs> awful song. <laughs> That's all I got at one Because I thought at one point you was like, it was a love. It was a love. Oh and no. That's what I was getting. I thought I did that one really well. Moon, you didn't get it, did you? No, I was going by the clues. I was just thinking it might be a Garnier or something. A Garnier? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, sorry, I just swore. A um, Garnier! What is a Garnier? Oh, Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. <laughs> I was like, who's a Garnier? Some Swedish unknown pop singer. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a clue. I just said Swedish. Swedish? Robin? Yes! Uh, Dancing on my own. Yes! Oh my god, I love that song. It is an all-time classic. And what do we not like? The cover version. What's his name? Callum Scott, which somehow outcharted the original, which is a travesty. I chose that song for two reasons. One, I've been listening to a lot of Robin since Call Your Girlfriend was used as a lip sync on the first episode of Drag Race. Call Your Girlfriend. I don't know why I did it in a South Park voice. And um, also because dancing on my own and we're all like social distancing. So I thought it was apt. It was apt. Thank you. But not well hummed because you didn't get it. Even though I almost gave myself an aneurysm doing it. But never mind. (laughs) Onwards and upwards. (laughs) So uh, we have from celebs to plebs. We have our pleb question this week. I'm sorry to do it, but it has to be done. These are tough times. We can get through this. And this week's is from Mark. He says, Dear Ed and Charlie, I have a crush on my straight, hot flatmate. Usually it's fine and I can keep myself distracted from it, but now we're self-isolating. It's playing on my mind a lot. I'm worried I might get drunk and hit on him. Any advice? Thank you, Mark. Ooh, that's a tough one. Oh, that is a nightmare sitch. Have you ever had a hot, straight flatmate? Have I ever had a hot... Wait, let me go back. He was quite cute. 
No. This wasn't a relative, I... was it? <laughs> <laughs> when I lived at home, it was great. Um... <laughs> <laughs> was so, so much temptation. Um... <laughs> Take the boy out of Essex. I oh, know. Uh, no, I've had... Oh, maybe Piers was all right. Piers? I know, the name's not the sexiest. Was this in Surrey or something? Jesus. He was from Surrey. How did I guess? Yeah. (laughs) Piers, yeah. I mean, he was very tall. He was about 6'3". Ooh. Um, Although his girlfriend used to come over a lot. Ugh. Call your girlfriend. What a Tell bummer. Her it's not your fault. You called him a bummer? No, <laughs> I said his girlfriend's a bummer. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. He once, <laughs> I remember I was watching, uh, do you remember Looking, the gay TV show? Yes, I loved Looking. I wish it was still on. Uh, I was watching Looking and he walked in right on this, like, intense sex scene. Uh, and then was like... It looked like porn. <laughs> ba- yeah, basically like porn. And then was, like, a bit, was, was a bit like, what the fuck are you watching? And then got some food and then left. And then because I had been distracted by him, I like rewound the scene because I hadn't watched what happened. <laughs> and then pressed play again. And then he walked back in because he'd forgot to get a drink. And I was just <laughs> re-watching the same sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, haven't you, what is going on? <laughs> haven't you finished masturbating yet, Charlie? For God's sake, when can I come back into this room? <laughs> I know. I know, Paul Pierce traumatised him. Were you ever worried she might hit on him? No, because luckily his girlfriend was there as like a cock block. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I had never had a straight, hot flatmate, but I did once have an ugly straight flatmate who I still managed to have a crush on. So <laughs> I think I literally cannot live with any straight man because I will start to develop feelings. You know, like when you're... <laughs> In an office and there's no one there, so you just develop a crush on whoever's there just because yeah. you have to have a crush on someone. I think if it's in my house, it's like extra, extra dangerous. So my advice to Mark would definitely be move. But now might not be a good time to move, though. So maybe... Might not be a good time. Definitely is not a good time to move. <laughs> maybe if... hit on him, then he will either A, go for it, which is obviously good, or B, he'll find it so awkward he will leave. <laughs> God, my advice is getting really bad. Just walk in on him in the shower, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> my general advice to everyone, though, is any gay listeners, is just, and I know this is very obvious advice, but just do not farm crushes on straight men. It's just not worth it. Like, I used to do it all the time when I was younger, and it's kind of like exciting and you think you're like in a film and it's all going to, it's a bit like how they say to women who are having affairs with married men, they're never going to leave their husband. And it's the same with straight men. They're never going to suddenly come out and fall in love with you. So just don't do it to yourself. It's just like a, a sadomasochistic ritual that never ends well. So as soon as you feel it developing, just nip it in the bud and just, and I said nip it in the bud, not the butt. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> and just move on and find yourself a gay. You deserve it. Am I right? Ladies, am I right? Oh my God, I cannot imagine living with my crush. I don't know why I'm insane. turning this into a loose women panel. Yeah, exactly. You, do, you don't want to shit where you eat. Oh my God, my language has been terrible on this episode. Moon, you're going to have a right job editing it. Luckily, we have lots of time on our hands. <laughs> Should we do a remote um, rendition of two, 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 the moon? Yes. 
Right, I've got it. I'm going to have to limber up again. Let me gargle again. Count me in. Three, two, one, let's go. Two, 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 two to the moon. To the moon. To the moon. Come on and take me away. Two, 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 to the moon. It's a lot harder to time it together when we can't see each other. I mean, that was a great harmony, though. But I think it was a good effort. Um, Moon, would you like to tell us what you're wearing, if anything? As I'm working from home and wasn't expecting it, I've got a, a Jack the Ripper t-shirt on. <laughs> from oh, from wow, the London Dungeon. It's about ten years old. It's like my casuals wear. It's like what, an old t-shirt why? that I never wear. But why Jack the Ripper? I got it at the, um, at the London Dungeon in okay. the gift shop. Okay. Well, just because I thought it was funny at the time. Um, as I'm st- back at my parents, we sort of just get out old clothes and things. <laughs> well, I'm going to pretend that I never found this out and we can move swiftly on. But thank you very much, <laughs> Moon. Who's on your T-shirt, Ed? Fred West. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm wearing a Myra Hindley gown right now. So. <laughs> and wig. <laughs> that would be a really good um, runway for Drag Race, wouldn't yeah. it? Serial killer realness extravaganza. (laughs) Um, So, Charlie, how are you going to keep yourself occupied this week? I, you know what? I think yesterday I was trying to resist it and I was like, I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to go for runs. I'm going to keep productive. I think last... You've got the runs. (laughs) Oh, no, you're going for runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, I'm going to just give in. I'm going to surrender and become a little couch vegetable. Yeah. And just for three weeks, just watch TV after TV and not feel guilty and not feel like I should be writing a novel. I think that's a really good idea, especially not to write a novel. Trust me, <laughs> I've done it. It's, um, <laughs> it doesn't work out. Um, but yeah, I had my like slouchy week last week, so I'm trying to be more productive this week because it kind of ends up making you feel a little bit more like lethargic. It's actually quite exhausting doing nothing. That's what, what I learned last week. So this week I'm trying to get out of the house, do my walks. I'm going to even try Joe Wicks's PE lesson. Have you heard about that? I have. My friend this morning did it with his son. Is it for adults? Uh, he does one for kids and then one for adults. Okay, did your friend say it was good? Yeah. Are you going to do the kids one? <laughs> I think I will do the kids one because I didn't do actual PE in school because I kept saying my ankle was sprained. So it would be my first ever PE, really. <laughs> In a school sense, so yes. But mostly I've just been re-watching Schitt's Creek because you guys know how I love Schitt's Creek. But I do wish, and I'm putting this out into the universe now because I think they should do it, why don't a lot of the films that were meant to be released during this period, which are obviously going to be really affected now at the cinema, why don't they just put them straight into Netflix? Because everyone wants more to watch on Netflix and Amazon and all that stuff right now. So I think they should strike some sort of deal. Do you know what I mean? Maybe. I don't think Netflix... I don't think they'll still make enough money, though. Netflix have got loads of money. They can but afford you, to pay them, like, but if 100 think, million. Yeah, but James, James Bond, for instance, that would have grossed worldwide about 900 million. Yeah, I agree that James Bond one might be too big. But, like, some of the, like, smaller films... Well, I think Trolls has. Do you know the new Trolls film? I think that's going straight online. Do you think I want to be watching a Trolls film? <laughs> What else you got to do, Ed? What else you got to do? If I want to see Trolls, I'll go on Twitter like everybody else, thank you. I don't <laughs> want to watch that awful film with awful Justin Timberlake. No, thank you. Uh-huh. But um, <laughs> on that note, I think we've come to the end of our episode today. 
Guys, we're doing so well. I can't believe we're managing to stick to our schedule throughout all of this. Oh. Although really it makes sense because we have literally nothing else to do. So it'd be quite weird if we weren't still managing <laughs> to put it out. But let's pat ourselves on the back anyway because we deserve it. We do deserve it. And obviously we owe that to the listeners. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, we hope that we're giving you some light distraction from everything that's happening. And we'll see you on Monday for our recap of episode five of Drag Race season 12. Yeah, wash your hands, kids. Wash your hands. And we're about to click it out now with our very clean washed hands. Actually, I haven't washed mine, but I will soon. Bye. Let's click. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>